Hey, hey. Right, you missed my song earlier. That's a man. That's what a man looks that like. Welcome to a hairless, ripped chest episode of Dude Soup. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you. so you have your bowl poured, and then these two little man boobs just float right to the top. You poke it with your spoon, and you don't know what's going on. Uh, we're joined by a very special guest today, Craig. Stig. Samaskis. Craig's good. Stay. Craig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had no idea how to how to pronounce your name until I saw you on an episode of Slam Ball. Yeah. The coolest fucking thing <laughs> in the world. <laughs> yeah, man, that was awesome. That was fun. Uh, Did you so twist your ankle? No, but I saw the most gruesome ankle really? I've ever seen in my life. Would you like to hear about it? Yeah, tell Absolutely. me. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so um, the number one rule of Slam Ball. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, when you're training for Slam Ball, is when you jump on a trampoline, right? Mm -hmm. You're jumping 10 feet in the air, right? Yeah, yeah. So the, the last thing you want to do is like look down because you, right. you lose your balance. Okay. So you want to find a spot on the wall, find uh -huh. where you're jumping, and as you're learning to jump, you jump straight up and down, right? Yeah, yeah. So this guy, and this is, they actually made it like a slam ball documentary. And <laughs> really? What's it called? Slam ball documentary. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, I think you can find it on Spike TV or something. Spike.com. What is Slam Ball, real quick? Okay, so it, Slam Ball was, so this, come on. It was like this amazing guy. No, no. So it's this thing I did in like 2003 uh, when I was when I was a baby, and uh, it's a made-for-TV sport that was full contact basketball with trampolines. Okay, I remember. It was one of those bad ideas on Spike. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty <laughs> like much. Like the XFL. And I did that. It was <laughs> oh. No fair catch here. Okay. Gotcha. Slam ball. So, All right. I'm on board. So the idea is that you jump up and down, right? Mm -hmm. And you focus in on some area on the on the wall. And, you know, as you're learning to jump and teach you how to do it. Well, this guy, uh, he was probably six foot, maybe 230. Really stout guy. Mm -hmm. Did not look in shape. Oof. He just got his first, like, dunk, right? Okay. Right? And it was a big deal. He had been training for, like, three days. So he goes up in the air, and usually when you come up, you jump up, and then when you come down, you have both feet hit at the same time. Yeah. Well, he looked down. Oh, no. So when he came down, these are his feet. One, He led with one foot, oh, no. so one no. foot went no. like that. No! <laughs> no kidding. I'm not kidding when I say this. His foot was attached by his sock. Ah! Oh, ball. <laughs> <laughs> that was... The most, like, his, oh his blood was so fresh, it was like bright orange. Oh, out of his body. That's horrible. But the guy was running in three months. Wow. Yeah, that's it, was, good. it was quite impressive. So he, like, pretty much just a total severed leg, and they ended up connecting it, and it was that's, great. Oh. I think his name was, I think his name was Tom, if I remember correctly. But man, <laughs> he's like, if nothing else, I'll be remembered for this. <laughs> yeah. I think his name was Tom. <laughs> You'll remember Tom! Uh, so carrying him out on a stretcher. So that was fun. Well, oh, so, boy. Well, welcome, Craig. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Appreciate that. Thanks for acknowledging my slam all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both Craig, his past with slam ball, and this episode of Dude Soup are all brought to you by two sponsors. Nature Box and Sherry's Berries. We'll be hearing more from those later. But first, we have to discuss how Rockstar wants to kill gaming once and for all. Finally. <laughs> uh, so we've been following the mod scene pretty, uh, pretty closely. You can kind of see that on the No channel. We've been producing a lot of episodes about that because people love GTA. You guys do the No. Yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. awesome. Thank you for You didn't know? Yeah. How dare you. I, I uh, actually went down there once. I went to Austin once. Sorry to interrupt you. But no, I, don't. Come I did this once. Uh, I went down there like when. We first started uh, get to know Rooster Teeth. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're like, hey, do you want to be on the know? And I think it was Meg. And I tried to do, like, I'm a horrible reader, especially mm -hmm. like a live reader. And I tried to do one, and I was like, okay, you know what, actually, let's get him in. And I, like, <laughs> Sean, our news guy, was down there, and it was, it was a bad experience for me. <laughs> you got, so, you so got I, passed? I, 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 got, I, got, I got major passed yeah, on yeah. the <laughs> And then some dude just tumbles down and snaps his ankle in half. <laughs> Why does this keep it's happening always, to it's me? It's a weird thing that. 
And Tom is the new permanent co-host of the No. As soon as he gets out of the hospital. Um, do you also find, Craig, that working on a full-time production schedule that you don't have time to actually watch anything? So as far as movies, just TV shows? just in general, oh, I mean like other YouTube channels or anything. Right or now, Adam's salting the earth to say that he doesn't watch any of our. Content. No, no, no. I'm just <laughs> saying I I try to, but it's hard. Like it, uh -huh. it's tough, but that's like. You know, one of my jobs with ScrewAttack is to uh, find new content to incorporate into ScrewAttack. So, you know, I'd be lying if I told you I was the guy responsible for all of it, because a lot of times it's my guys going, hey, this person's pretty funny, you should check them out. So, uh, I rely heavily on them, but, yeah, there's so much crap going on on a day-to-day -day basis, I wish I had more time to watch more stuff, because there's a lot of really talented people. Mm -hmm. no. I mean, there are these people who try to be talented. We, we had this conversation, <laughs> we were talking to some well, YouTube sorry. people, they were asking us for like a wish list of things that we wanted. And uh, I don't know anyone, how many people here have like a Google phone or anything, but like if you upload a Google Plus, they'll auto make like a storybook for you. Oh yeah. And I was like, could you do that with video and YouTube? And they're like, ah. I don't know. I'm like, they didn't say yes or no, but I like threw that idea out there. I'm like, I would like channels to just like pull clips and then make a like video montage for me so I could catch up on channels of like the best parts, basically, because I just don't have time to watch like a 40 minute video half the time. So mm -hmm. I don't know. That's cool. Thanks You're for watching this. Hunter. Thanks hey. for watching this forty-plus minute video, everybody. <laughs> oh yeah, no, sorry. I, hey, I, I'm just saying because I work in this industry, it's hard for me to keep up with other people's videos. It's something like I don't know how many hundreds of hours get uploaded a minute, but it's actually yeah. impossible to keep up. Um, so it is actually kind of cool when people, you know, go out of their way to watch your video yeah, for yeah. an hour. Thanks for watching for an hour, guys. Thank Came you. In live. We just know we're background noise for somebody else grinding in Destiny, but that's fine. <laughs> we're, that, means, that means we're serving some sort of function in the world, which is more than I was doing five years ago. One of your many senses. Yes. Hi. Sense talking of belonging. About? What? what? No, no, no. I'm saying like a person has five senses and never mind. <laughs> ah, <laughs> oh my god. Wow. If you guys are just going to ridicule next? me, I'm just going to shut up Rockstar. Oh. oh yeah. yeah. So uh, to, to recap. Uh, it was kind of a, a murky situation there for a while. We didn't know if mods were even going to come to GTA 5, and then they started to in the form of scripts. Ah, look oh, at that! Easter egg. Look at that! Hold on. Uh, Get down there. You do that. Yeah, you got to do it. Keep oh, Joe, jump on the pipe! Yeah, you jump, can't on jump, 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 jump on the rail. Jump on the pipe. Can't jump yet. No oh, you can't uh, jump yet. Haven't no. haven't unlocked you can't the jump, jump at ability. All. Not yet. You gotta oh. kill five Nazis Sorry, before bro. you can jump. Ah, damn it, come oh, on. Oh, there it goes. Oh. So, uh, so yeah, to recap, so scripts came out. Then people were starting to really fuck with the behavior of the game. In some fun ways, like in single player, you could spawn animals, you could throw a whale around. Uh, you could have like slow-mo, you have gravity guns, you could have guns that shoot cars. Uh, a lot of cool mod shit, it was just getting pretty crazy. And then people figured out how to take that into online, because it's basically the same game. Uh, people were like, had a minigun that would shoot bags of money at people. <laughs> and amazing. Um, yeah, so not surprisingly, bans soon followed. Uh, people that were exploiting, people that were even implicit in the exploits. I heard some people say that they picked up some of this gun cash and they got banned for that. Wow. wow. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, this is just what they're saying, man. It's the internet. People yeah. say all sorts of things. But so, I believe them. Yes. Yeah, I would always it, believe did them. Did they write no all caps? Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually they did. I'm with Adam. Why would, it? Why would anybody Go. lie on the internet? Yeah, yeah. There's no reason. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Make we're all sense. honest here. Uh, and then the final nail hit when uh, people that were modding the single player portion of the game and not going into online started getting banned. At least that's what the internet says. What do you get banned from a single player? Uh, yeah. Well, so you can't get banned from single player. They got banned from online for using mods in single player. So theoretically, nobody actually spelled this out, so I have my doubts, but what they report is they had modded single player, they removed the mods, tried to play online, and then found out that they were banned. Mm -hmm. And according to them, they never took a modified game online, but it's the same executable that yeah. runs both games, so... It might know if someone's fucking with it. Basically, yeah. Ostensibly, uh, uh, any kind of any kind of like file check would also put up flags at Rockstar whether you went online or not. 
And this this seems to cross some uh, kind of a moral boundary with players. The idea being that once I've bought your game, I can do whatever I want with it. And if I'm not ruining anyone else's fun or trying to break your online experience, why would you then punish me? Uh, so yeah, and also some people found, and it was kind of mistaken. They reported that it was recently added, but Rockstar Games' end-user license agreement is pretty clear. I got a quote here, big long one. So give me a second. It says, quote, you agree to not reverse engineer, decompile, disassemble, display, perform, prepare derivative works based on, or otherwise modify the software in whole or in part. And by violating that agreement, you agree, or basically you rescind your license to use the game. So Rockstar, by publicly viewable terms, say, if you try to decompile or fuck with our game assets, we can revoke your well, license to use Also, not game. to mention, I know people don't like hearing this, you don't own the game. Yeah, you have a license to use the game. Yeah, so it's like, it's not yours. I, I mean, I'm not trying to say that in like a hoity-toity, like, mean way, like, legally, you do not own the game. You don't own software. You kind of lease it. Yeah. yeah. It's like a crappy car. More or less borrowed, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so. this kind of, this kind of kicked off a big, I feel like, I feel like these discussions happen in a cycle, maybe once every eight years, yeah. of a new generation under, or coming to terms with the fact that platform holders can do whatever the fuck they want with what they made in the world. And you can whine about it on the internet all you want. Rockstar is very good about ignoring people that whine. Uh, so it, it kind of kicked off this interesting back and forth where the people who are super into mods say Rockstar is very dumb for not embracing... Oh! oh that's funny. For not embracing mod community. Uh, but then Rockstar, I'm sure, is sitting on their mountains of cash saying, like, wait, why should I care? So, uh, I don't know, where do you guys fall? Do you, do you think it's a mistake for Rockstar to not embrace mods? Do you think it's smart for them? Uh, or really, like, what do, you, what do you see their justification in being anti-mod in the I first mean, place? I mean, I kind of felt this way when we were doing the the uh, the new news story on the No. Yeah. <sighs> They've made a lot of money. I, I, under, I understand what you were saying, because you were saying things like, hey, these companies have to figure out a way to continue making money off their properties until they can make a new property that'll make them more money. Uh, and I understand that. Um, I understand why that works and how that works. For me, though, it's like, you made a lot of money. You made a lot of money just by selling it, you know? And that doesn't give us a right to just, like, enjoy it for free for the rest of time. But, like, God, just, I wish you could just turn a blind eye. I wish you could just turn a blind eye and let people enjoy your game and just have fun with it. I know we don't have a right to, but you have a shit ton of money. <laughs> and, and if you, if the smart thing would be let them mod and then try and figure out on the back end how to sell them something that would make the modding easier. Mm. Get more people involved in that community, yeah. right? Then now all of a sudden they're creating the content and you just become the bridge for it. And I know we talked about this with, with Steam trying to basically sell mods, but yeah. that might have been a little too overt. Maybe there's some other smarter way that a company with as large of a user base as Rockstar has can figure out how do we get more people modding and how do we take a piece of that pie? So, there's a ton of people who are playing GTA and just yeah. Rockstar games in general, right? So, the thing that I, I always try to keep in mind is perspective of how big the mod community actually is compared to the actual people who are playing the game. Yeah, right? it's it's a small piece, right? Yeah, I, I can totally see both sides of this, this the argument from a business perspective, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's theirs, as Adam said, like you don't technically own the game you buy it but I mean you, you don't you didn't program it you didn't mm -hmm. you know whatever so you're essentially buying the game permanently or, or borrowing the game permanently as much as you as you're, bu you you're buying a license yes. to yeah. access digital content so that's how a lawyer will tell you <laughs> so 
you know, I think it's one of those things where, uh, you know, yeah, they made a ton of money. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> God damn! I love Wolfenstein. Yeah, this game is so. Did you ever play this game? Uh, not, not, not the reboot of this. Oh man, it's so good. Yeah, that's all, all I heard was it was amazing. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No. Oh. <laughs> so good. Blood everywhere. It's so much fun. Actually, <laughs> actually my guys were playing this. Uh, uh, were playing this on our Twitch stream, and and they got owned up on it at this part, and they thought it was so easy, and then. Wait, how do you think it's so easy when you're five minutes into the game? Well, that was just it. He was he was talking. You just like shoot through, be like, I got there. Oh, maybe they played the original. No, no, they were playing this. They were playing this exact spot in the game, and he was like, look at me, I'm killing everybody. And then this guy dropped a bomb on him, and he died three times in a row. So, but it's you know it's one of those things where like I think that when you go, oh, yeah, don't shotgun in that room. I think that you can go, you can look at it and go, okay, so. Um, from a business perspective, like, yeah, they made a lot of money, but there's still a lot of families and a lot of kids that need to go through college, and that's a, that's, that's a lot of money and a lot of employees. And that's true. And how much is really too much money? Yeah, and right? what, what, yeah. what business ever went, you know what? That, that's We've enough. had enough. That's yeah. enough. No, yeah, yeah you know? I understand. Um, yeah. You know, but from a community perspective, it's like, dude, just chill out. We're not breaking anything. And I think, you know, uh, one of you guys mentioned that the idea of, like, if somebody is actually screwing with the gaming experience, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yes. Fuck them, right? Yes. Um, you know, screw that guy so hard. But it's one of those things <laughs> where right. it's like, uh, you know, if it's not messing with anything, why? Why, yeah, why yeah. bother? Yeah. You, know, you're, you're, you and your bros just having I mean, fun. Yeah. It, it's kind of like you're saying, though, maybe, maybe, as always, sometimes the internet is just really loud, and it makes it seem like there's a lot of them when there aren't mm -hmm. that many. And I'm saying the internet generally, of course. Don't generalize, we're James. To all the different little we're facets all, in the internet that specifically apply to the thing that I'm saying. Not your but, um, but it does also seem like, to the modders' point, if the community is just loud but not that small, how much how much money could Rockstar make off of them? You know, no, you're absolutely like, right. If the, if they decide to try, if they're like, we don't want you to do, this, and they haven't come out and said we don't want you to mod our game because we plan on doing things that you will buy. But if modders start doing things, then you won't buy those games. But if if their plan is to not have mods because they feel like that would cut into a slice of whatever DLC they plan on releasing or yeah. something like that, and it isn't about breaking the game experience for other people, then it's like, well, but how much money do you plan on making off these really loud small groups of people? That's absolutely true. Uh, it's these are also the people who uh, I'm, not, I'm. I'm totally generalizing. I know we, we get a lot of shit for that, but like, have to. I, there's I, no other way to specify. We can't talk to each individual. Oh, oh my god! Wow, do you see the two grenades are inside. Smart. Um, they almost conquered Europe. Well, I was saying smart. like I, I've seen this sort of behavior before, where people are like, they will. They will love you and drop you the minute anything goes good or bad. Absolutely. So like the the Gabe Newell thing really surprised me. Where people like. We've had what 15 straight years of Gabe Newell's God yeah, PC Master God. Race. He'll do everything for us, and the minute there's one thing wrong, they made a mod where you can murder the man. And I'm like, I don't know if I want you being my friend. Like, mm. I don't know if I want you supporting me because you'll probably just drop. You'll you'll leave me if I do anything wrong. Like we always tell our audience, like, please be patient with us. If we try new things, we're trying new things to make you happy. Mm -hmm. uh, we try to be experimental, and please just trust us that we'll do. We're trying to make content that's good for you. And for the most part, our audience is really good. I yeah. I love our audience. They they do fantastic things. But like, love you. but I think when you start to get really general, and there's people who are like just have a vague idea of who you are, they're like, yeah, Funhouse is a fun group of guys. They change one thing. Fuck them. They're dead to me. I'm gonna murder their family. Like certainly. Like it's like I, I don't know if I'm gonna go out of my way for you, sir. Well, do you know how many times Screw Attack has been killed by the internet in the last <laughs> ten years? Like Screw Attack has died on the internet 
like seven or eight times. Every time somebody gets fired, every time something changes, <laughs> every time yeah, we have over. a show, Super Attack is dead. And it's like the hardcore, we call it community G1s, the hardcore G1s, yeah. like, they really stick with us. They've always stuck with us. And there are people who have literally grown up gotten married, had babies while being fans of Screw Attack. Those are the people that stick, mm -hmm. right? The people who, you know, watch like one episode of, you know, whatever, a top ten or a death battle or whatever, you know, and they're like, oh yeah, I'm a fan of Screw Attack. Well, no, you're, no, you're not. Like, you'll you'll be out at, you know, whenever we bring in somebody you don't like, right? I guess and, I can say from our, our small world perspective, uh, compared to like Rockstars, they've dealt with this for much longer mm -hmm. and have yeah. seen it. So like, I don't know if they're going to try to appease the the reactionary groups oh God, no. of the world. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, my yeah, God. This, oh my God. Is, this game's mean. It's hard. It's a real um, shooter, Adam. I'm just I curious. When, when the G1s start modding Screw Attack, what do you guys do? Do you just close that down? Mm -hmm. Drop the hammer? You know, it's funny. They, I guess the equivalent of modding would be taking our shows. Yeah, and taking your video, and, like recutting oh, yeah, it, uploading sure. it somewhere well, else. They, they've actually taken our series and, and created G1 versions of it. So, huh. you know, like we do a series called The Best Ever. So oh, yeah, yeah. The G1s do a uh, G1 version of the best ever. So, so you guys are cool with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, as long as they're not like, ScrewAttack made this, and these are ScrewAttack personalities. Like, yeah, as yeah. long as it's just clearly known that this is not made by mm -hmm. them, I mean, we're, we're cool with that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I had to tell a kid one time, like, hey, stop monetizing our stuff, please. <laughs> like, oh, it, me too. Yeah, I, it's, I, like, it's like, I get what you're doing. Like, you can upload it, it's fine. Reuse our stuff. Like, or I guess I'm not trying to be, put the word out there, it's fine, but it's like, I'm not going to go out of my way to do a, a video takedown, but if you're making money off of stuff that we made, like, that kind of sucks. So that's one thing we've actually seen a lot of, right, with Death Battle, is people produce that there was Let's Play videos now, mm -hmm. and now there's Let's Watch videos. Have you guys seen these? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Or they just so, okay. put VO over a video. Yes, and, yeah, or, yeah. or they put, what the equivalent is of, of this podcast, where in the, in the upper corner, it's them watching the video, and they're sitting there going... And the oh, video's just I like playing. that part. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so it's like, and they're monetizing it, right? So there's been a few people that we've had to be like, hey, dude. That's like, not cool. You, yeah. You're literally spoiling it for other people by, watch, by uploading it to your channel. And we, like, it sucks because it, it puts us in a bad situation. Yeah. Because we will always look like the bad guy, right? right. You, you always look like the bad guy when you go, hey, listen, you can't do that because you're essentially taking away from everybody who worked hard on doing this. And... Everyone works really hard on this content, and you are you're taking it and really, literally uploading it as your own. But then to and expand no, the analogy, they'd be like, "No, we're we're promoting it for exactly. you. We're doing you a service." It's it's it, it's 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 amazing. Such a different analogy from a let's play than you know, a let's watch. Yeah, right? um, it comes know. down to interactivity, really. But exactly. Yeah. Like like in this, the gameplay. While there is a beginning and end, there there's many ways you can get there, right? The experiences change every single time, but in a video, you are watching from beginning to end, and you cannot alter that video at all. There's no way to move left or right or, or change the, the result of it. So, the idea of promoting the promotion of that—I I, don't—I've never bought that. And yeah. I, you know, it, it, we always come off as like really like just like me in particular. I always come off as like the asshole, dirtbag, boss guy, right? But that's not the it, the interest. Is my job is to protect the guys that work hard on our content. And that's gonna explode. Uh, sure. And and everybody else who. Oh yeah. Oh. yeah. Being, oh, I wasn't Check the door in the back. Oh, there's, oh, a, ladder. there's a ladder there now. It's hard playing a game with no audio because yeah, I'm like, yeah. there's yeah. probably some guy going, Zelata is right behind you. I'm like, mm -hmm. look at all this alien tech. Nice. So it's interesting that you say those things because. Shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. No, no, he's a friend. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> that's weird. Just to kind of roll the analogy back, you can totally imagine somebody at Rockstar saying all that, and it's hard to imagine them yeah. as like a screw attack considering you guys are so no. grassroots and always have been, mm -hmm. but 
you know, people that work at Rockstar have families yeah. and have lives and sure they've made a shitload of money, but GTA 5 was also in development for like five to six years. Yeah. I'm sure it's profitable. I have no yeah, doubt yeah. in my mind. No, totally. But uh, it's also like, well, you know, they worked really hard on that. They made one of the best games oh, of oh. all time. Um, and they gave you an incredible amount of value for $60. They didn't give it to you. You paid them <laughs> sorry, money. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The value proposition the, there is ridiculous. To have the privilege. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this much. Uh, that's I do another think, way of looking at it. Yeah. I do think that the value attached to GTA is really good. Mm -hmm. Like, I, People have really uh, given me a lot of slack because I feel that the Call of Duty games are tremendous value. They really right? are. Um, you can play them for an entire year for 60 bucks. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I mean, there's I, season passes and all that. But. Sure, sure. But Cup and ball, too. But I mean, you get, uh, hey, hey, there's, there's so much attached to it. Good point. Multiplayer zombies, single player, all that stuff. Um, you know, I feel the same way about GTA. You know, it's a game that, uh, for lack, you know, for lack of a better term, just keeps on giving. Mm -hmm. Right? You know, yeah. it's, it's always there. So, well, th this is a, well, this is the whole reason why they're being so forward about the the anti modding thing. Like with GTA 4, there was no way to give them money to play online. Now they have the shark cards. Yes. You, they want you to give them money. They found a way to keep, you know, to make essentially DLC free. Uh, and support it with these sort of microtransactions. They didn't have the GTA 4, so they weren't really going after the mod. They weren't as strict with mods as they were before. So now they're, you're seeing that, but it's because it's business. This is yep. they're operating as a business right now. So that's they, just that's kind of how it is. So real quick, catch me up. Did, is this something that's recent, like in the last day or so? Uh, it's been evolving. I, the sing, the bans going out for single player mods is somewhat recent. That's within the last half week or so. Okay, but this their terms of service and their their agreement has been there the same since like 2013, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, the yeah, you're right. The uh, the last time it was modified, at least publicly posted on the site, was October 2013. Um, I'm not sure what that modification was. I tried doing the Wayback Machine on it, but apparently that particular page is blocked from Google crawling, so there is no cached version of that website. Weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense. You conspiracy? No, uh, not really. Conspiracy. Uh, <laughs> it's. So just so you guys know, it's not a conspiracy. It's common for webmasters to block certain pages from Google from Google search because if somebody say somebody Google searches Rockstar, you don't want the first result to be the EOLA page. You want it to be the home screen or something like that. So eh, it's not a you know gamer gators, just chill out. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah, people are gonna hate on me for that. But uh, yeah, it's it's basically that's very boilerplate. Every company has that kind of uh, has that kind of speech, which is that you cannot try to disassemble. And reconstruct what we made, and and then like modify it, add to it. Um, in as much as it is, they're trying to preserve their content. It could also be an, an image thing. Say say somebody who's never heard of GTA goes on YouTube, and granted, that's a small like hard to do at this point. But somebody who never found GTA, they punch GTA five. Let's say they just click on a mods video because they don't know what mods are, and they see a pony having sex with a human being, and they're like, "What the fuck? This is GTA? It's horrible." Mm. And Yes, very unlikely, but yeah, this yeah. is what companies have to consider. How, yeah. is, how is your product and your brand represented to the world? Can you and stab him with those pipes, please? I think that's part I, of it. I think I have I think to do, it. do a power search or his, something. Gotta take his power. So let's take a brief aside uh, from all this murder and stabbing people in the necks to talk about your sweet mom, your sweet, sweet mother. Uh, May 10th is coming up, and that's Mother's Day. Oh, shit. And yeah. <laughs> and your mom would love to know that you still care about her. Or wife. Or wife, yes. I gotta text my mom. Text no. your mom. But one way to do that, uh, we have a special promo code for you, is Sherry's Berries. If you're unfamiliar, Sherry's Berries is a delivery service that sends chocolate-covered strawberries, and they're fucking awesome. Yeah, they're, they're real delicious. good. They're, they're gargantuan, so thank you, uh, genetically modified fruits. Actually, they could be organic, I don't know, but they're massive, I love it. Uh, covered in a variety of different chocolates, like salted caramel, dark chocolate, 
Ladies love dark chocolate, so that's good. I love dark chocolate. And ladies um, love dark chocolate. Ladies and James. Uh, but we have a specialty code for our listeners only. Uh, Sherry's Berries is offering giant freshly dipped strawberries starting at nineteen ninety nine, which is a forty percent savings. Uh, we went. Uh, let's see. The box we had had let's see, twelve, and that doesn't sound like a lot. Except each one of them is like a palm. They're full. huge. Yeah. Um, I ate one, and I was hungry, and I wasn't hungry when I was done because they're they stick to you. Good job, Adam. Nah. <laughs> uh, so if you go to uh, berries.com, b-e-r-r-i-e-s dot com, uh, click on the little microphone in the upper right. That's where you enter promo codes and enter our code, which is dude soup. So d-u-d-e space s-o-u-p. Uh, you can get your promo code and let your mom know you love her. Also, uh, you know the links for our sponsors are down in the comments. So. We, uh, if you were looking for something to get your mom uh, or your wife, or yourself, other, or maybe a, a sweet little lady you've had your eye on, or yourself, or yourself, sure. Maybe you're the sweet little lady and you're craving some berries. <laughs> Just what? imagine James Shirtless rubbing a berry on his chest. Like, oh, yeah. You want I'm this, sweetest lady, lady? To me now. Mm. Wow. Right there. So yeah. <laughs> yep. So one last time, berries.com. B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Use our code Dude Soup. And let someone know that you care, even if it's yourself. And, you know, that shows your, your support of us, and we appreciate that. So thank you, Sherry's, for sponsoring us, and thank you, listener, for, uh, for your support. Okay, so let's go back to mods. You guys, do, you guys do such a good job with your integrations. Yeah. Like <laughs> thank so you. Good. Uh, real quick, too, also, um, you, we, we briefly went over this uh, on the No episode, and it, people may have missed it. There was a part where we said... You know, there are other ways, and we're not going to say what that is. Like, Bruce kind of mutters it real sure. quick. But all I know is I, I kind of keep up on, the like, the GTA subreddit and the GTA modding and all that stuff. People are making dedicated servers and stuff like that. Yes, it's so, already happening. So people are going to find a way. So essentially Nature what I... finds a way. Well, what I'm saying, I mean, it's the... the, the Man, that's cool. Yeah, it's really fucking cool. Uh, the, um... I don't know why anyone was ever scared. Mod modders find a way. Like there, are, there are image memes around it. Yeah. Big, uh, big, oh, 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 make yeah, a make, on, make a wall. They'll build a ladder. I don't know. I can't. These guys are either the smartest things in the world or no, you stupid. Right no, right you walked right in front right of him and him. then he pointed he's his gun at, at you. At you. Hello. All you have to do is wait for him to turn around. I'm an instigator. He's on a literal track. Run, run, run. Oh, go, go. Oh, no, no, no. You just got to sit there and hope he forgets that he ever saw you. He might. Turn the pipe on yourself. Look at him. That'll do it. Hello. It's on a, it's a different rail. The other guy just nope. wakes up. Or, I love. Here we go. I love shooters. <laughs> AI. Oh, look at so it's yeah. It's uh, Rockstar's moves here are very interesting because I can I get it from their perspective. They uh, they basically don't want a well of content out there for people to to enjoy. They want they want to make it so when they release a new DLC like Heists, it brings people back into online in droves. And you can kind of tell the little things that they've tweaked over the year since GTA Online has been out. Has all been centered around getting people in online and giving them things to do. Mm -hmm. So they added those new, uh, what were they, the, like the events you can do? What are you talking about them, Adam? They, they, yeah, they like have to chase down a plane. Oh, adversary mode, That's and a, like, yeah, they, they just keep adding to the like world. like daily objectives now? I mean, yeah. honest, honestly, the way GTA Online was when it first started and what it is now, and I'm talking, we've switched platforms twice stab now. Him Kill stab that dog. Him, stab him, stab him. Oh, doggy, oh, no! Puppy. Sorry, little guy. I'm oh. so sorry. I'm so sorry. I love you. Oh, but you, but I, I give Rockstar a lot of credit. At least they've made good on that by adding content. I mean, the, the, yeah. the pace of content has been maybe a little slow for my taste, but Heist made it more than worth it. It's way more than GTA 4. That's that's where I always oh, yeah. go for. I'm like, they walked away from GTA. 4. I'm like, it's ten thousand percent more than GTA 4 least, ever had. At least we're having not we specifically, but at least we are having this battle with a with a game company that. 
if they don't ever release anything again, you have still left you with a really solid game. Yeah. You know, it's not like it's not like this game is incomplete. It's bare bones. It wasn't worth my sixty dollars. If I could mod it, it might be. But oh like, no. oh my god, come on, man. I think I think we are in a pretty good situation here where. We weren't promised mods. If we don't get mods, it'll kind of suck. It'll kind of be frustrating. We can always go back to Skyrim. But, like, if we do get mods, holy shit, that's awesome. In the meantime, we just have to enjoy the game we have. Yeah. You know? And that's fine. It's a really good game and an easy one to enjoy. There are probably people out there who have 100... Like, since it came out on PC, have 100%ed it, have done all the heists on hard and first person never dying. (laughs) There's probably a few people out there that have done that. But I suspect the people who are really loud about mods haven't. And... You know, even though, even I say that, I realize it's beside the point. They just see toys and they want to play with them, and that's fine. That's great. Um, it's just, you know. Also, just remember the last time people were really them. loud like this in the games industry, we we made it so that way people can get paid for mods. No, so it's no, not it's like bad. it's not like people are losing their livelihood over this either. You know, so I don't know. Mod, yeah, it's, it's mods are good because the the solution to this. And James, you were hinting at this a while ago, is to find some way for Rockstar to enjoy the benefits of the mod scene. Yeah. And the most direct way to do that is to have ecstasy. paid mods. Oh. Uh, <laughs> ecstasy, yes. See, but then, then here's the thing, right? If if they allow these mods and then they have some sort of like monetization of it, right? Mm-hmm. Then they'll come off as greedy. And the and the internet will just come off as and they'll be like, Well, Rockstar's being greedy. We created this. You know, it's it's one of the I, I don't know, I think they're in a, yeah. they're like they're really in a no win situation, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think I think most game developers in this in this climate in, of the gaming industry are all kind of in a no-win situation. I, I oh, well, it, not that's not true. That's not true. They make a shit ton of money. So Gearbox but, Gearbox did a thing a long time ago with Halo on PC, and they called it Custom Edition, which was really annoying because it's called Combat Evolve. So the oh yeah, CE. the acronym was all screwed up anyway. But regardless, it Good would job. be I think the best option. This is a wild card, but if Rockstar made a moddable version basically where they're like okay this is it's on a different server you have to host your own server you got to do this whole thing you can pay for it and i mean that could open it up to actually making but then people, people are sell upset mods. that they already bought the game once and now they have to yeah. buy it again so, I, 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 okay. I can see that so, so say they for us it would be worth it a $20 oh, yeah. version of the game it doesn't have single player it doesn't have online but it does have mod tools and then every well, time say, I, I would say it only has online or it has like a uh, a gutted okay, yeah, has yeah. like a gutted single player yeah yeah and, and it's then, like it's like a $30 game and then say like how about that? Well, so I would say theoretically, every time they push out a new content patch in o- an online, like they add new cars or whatever, mm-hmm. they could push that in the moddable version too. Maybe charge for an update, but people would just rip it out of the out of the game and port it over. So it's 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 really a case of once once people get stuff for free, they never ever 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 want to pay for it. I, I mean, also the idea I came up with is ludicrous, and they'll never go through with it. But like, I could dream. I like the rapper. What? <laughs> I don't. I don't. All right, our next topic. <laughs> Hi, Bruce. Hey, Bruce. Our next topic of discussion. Now, does anybody have any uh, any other lingering thoughts about mods that want to get out there? I like mods. Yeah, man. I, me I too. like mods too. Good. I so I say, and and people brought this up to me. I, I typically uh, am counter internet in a lot of situations. Uh, I I have an extensive history with mods. I love them. I played I, like Quake One and Two. I played for four years because of mods, and the mod scene actually gave birth to some of the best game types, like Rocket Arena then became the standard for competitive Quake, and then that was basically Quake 3. And, I mean, that's maybe theoretically one way developers can benefit from the mod scene is by paying attention to the good ideas that come out of it and then turning them into games. Totally. And it's something I believe very firmly in, but I also believe, you know, devs have got to make money. And, and volume helps. GTA is one of the games that benefits from that, but most devs 
charging sixty dollars for a game is not enough anymore. Because games have been sixty dollars for the last twenty years. That, that's yeah. the one thing that I, I think a lot of people really lose track of is people are like, oh, games are more games are cheaper than they've ever been ever. Yeah. Right? The games on the Super Nintendo, there were eighty dollar games. And that mm-hmm. was in 1991, 92, 93. Yeah. Like that, Chrono that, Trigger? Yeah, Super Super Metroid was eighty dollars when it came out. Right? There there are the $60 price tag has been the standard for such a long time that it's literally devaluing the game. Like, the fact that that indies can release games that are $5, it's right? Absurd. It's It's ridiculous. Five, five, ten, fifteen dollars Like, no. the value that you get in these games far, surpass, far surpasses the $60 game you'd get. You know, you have a $50 game on the Nintendo, on the old NES, right? Oh, yeah. I mean... Like a, sh- a shitty platformer that had five levels, and if you were good, you can beat it in 30 minutes. Some yeah. guy on Reddit would argue with it. But well, no. They would. They, you mean someone on the internet would disagree? <laughs> yeah, yeah weird. They always oh, do. Um, but th- there's also, there's like so many different factors now with like yeah. different forms of marketing and PR agencies and... Uh, just like right, they have, they have engineers now and artists on a video game, whereas that used to be the same guy. Yeah, yeah. So like, it is crazy. Like, I, I actually one day I like, this is what a real journalist should do because we're not journalists. No, they need to they need to go to school. They need to learn. <laughs> they need to learn game design. They need to get a job at EA or something like that, and then get access to all these documents of all these things and then leak it. That's how you do it. That's what real people like do. a Snowden for the games yeah, industry. <laughs> hey, people want it. Uh, yeah, getting a peek at, like, the, the the crazy thing is, though, knowing the internet, they would choose not to believe it. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Well, whatever. It'd be, it'd be crazy. It'd be, like, um... It'd be nice. It's always nice to hear the stories of the devs who, like, or the smaller teams, the indie teams, where they get a game kickstarted for a, hundred, a few hundred thousand. Mm. It's on sale for 12 hours, and they're like, we are already profitable. Yeah. We yeah. did it. Those are and nice. Shovel Knight. Yeah, Shovel Knight That's is a great example. story, and I think, you know... the. It's but then we just we just heard today that like Hardline is successful, but yeah. the, the internet hates it, and it did well somehow. It's uh, it's just nice to know that like, it's it's AAA consoles no longer the only way to make money. You can have a, a five man team make a game like Shovel Knight, and then have enough to go on and make your next thing. So you know it's not the end of gaming uh, <laughs> if Total. Rockstar is stopping mods. Speaking of the end of gaming, total side note. Uh, yeah. Last night I saw the documentary on uh, the ET burial ground. Oh, Have cool. you guys seen that yet? Oh, I've no. seen game a few over? that reference it. Is a lot. it called Game Over? Uh, it's the one on Showtime. Oh, okay. Like Showtime or HBO? I think it's called The Wizard. <laughs> Don't you talk about talk bad about the wizard? I didn't talk it's bad. It's a documentary about the and the events. Why, why are you so defensive time. about the wizard? <laughs> I brought it up. You're like, Don't say anything Don't, bad. All I said the was the wizard. How did they know that the whistle was there if this is the first time anyone's seen the game? It's kind of that's bullshit. not something you just know from game knowledge. And you don't know you get great great points for that either. And Ugh. how do you get fifty thousand points from Double Dragon? I'm just saying. Also, know. Nintendo didn't actually make the power glove. That was made by like I don't know. What were you gonna say? Oh, oh, boy. <laughs> I was just gonna say like we we're talking about small small teams doing big things and the, doc- the documentary really focused in on uh, uh, Scott Warshaw mm-hmm. the, guy, the guy who did the uh, I think that's his full name the guy who actually developed E.T. but he he's the guy who kind of gets the blame for the video game crash of 83 because of e- E.T. and such oh and yeah it really um, it wasn't him no, it wasn't. It was, it was, it was a, a lot number. of factors. Exactly, oh, yeah. right? But saturation. But people like weren't Black they like you have two weeks to make this game? He had, he had five weeks to make <laughs> it. But okay, this yeah. is the guy. Every single game he made had sold over a million copies. This is like in the late seventies, early eighties, right? And he did Yars Revenge. He did all these like really, you know, pretty big games on the Atari, and they suck now. But these were really groundbreaking, groundbreaking, groundbreaking games at the time, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, it was just fascinating because. 
it was a, it was one man team. Like literally, the teams were these single guys just yeah. making these games for Atari. Uh, you know, you mean six, they didn't have guys. girlfriends. <laughs> also, like kept these inclusions so they stupid. wouldn't get poached, and it's crazy. It, it was it was nuts, but it was almost exploitative back then. Oh yeah, it was. Pretty, but they made it sound like so it was different, a rock star, uh, rock star <laughs> yeah. thing. And we the, were uh, kings, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty amazing stuff. But uh, I don't know. Just thinking about small teams doing big things. That's the first thing I thought of was, yeah, yeah. was Atari. Well, the more things change, the more they stay yeah. the same. People like to think that gaming like matures and has progressed and has evolved. It really hasn't. It's just there's just more money in it now, and and sure some of the styles have changed and people have figured certain things out about best practices. But it's kind of the same with movies. Like action sequences for movies in the '60s are kind of shit just because they didn't really get cinematography or they couldn't move the cameras the way they needed to because they were so big. So tech enables certain things. It opens up certain things, but that doesn't mean that the art form has gotten better. Nor does that mean that the production has gotten better. It's just changed. So you tell me you don't like Batman fight scenes. <laughs> I do for list? for different reasons. Oh no, oh, no, no. that Batman. Never mind. Oh, we're talking about a bomb. Forever. Always Batman oh, forever. Oh. Best Batman. Batman forever. Yeah. yeah. Was there a fight scene in that movie? Speaking of <laughs> fight scenes, uh, we all saw Age of Ultron, and boy, do we have opinions about it. Uh, Too bad we already so, said them. So. so Craig hasn't seen. It. I haven't seen. Yeah, it. I'm seeing. You're, you're gonna li- see it. I'm literally gonna yeah. see it after we're done here. So do you? Was, was you we, might not have to. <laughs> well, we can uh, just tell you the whole story. We'll save you fifteen bucks right now. Should, is it good? I, it depends there. what yes. you want. Yes, it's All a right, good well, move. I guess I, you know. I guess we could start off with our spoiler-free yeah, talk of it real quick. Start, start spoiler-free, and then I'll back out for a few. Okay. Minutes, I do want to see it. I do want to enjoy it. I hate when. Like, I'm the guy who likes to turn off his brain when I go into movies. Oh, sure. Well, there's a lot of guys on our team who are like... This is a perfect movie for you. Okay, perfect. Then, that's, then I'll love it. Then I'll love it. Yeah. I, I have a pretty... I've been pretty vocal, vocal, vocal about how not blown away I was by the first Avengers. Uh-huh. Like, some people thought it was, like, the shit. And they, they loved it, and they bought it on Blu-ray a hundred times and everything. They saw it a thousand times in theaters. I only bought it twice. I saw it, and I was like, I was like that was really good at the end. Yeah. When it became the Avengers, right? And but I was like, the rest of it was kind of boring leading up to it. I don't care about like the the stuff oh, behind Shield and no, and all of the. They had a lot of excuse fights uh, where it's like, yeah, it's, it's been like ten minutes. We need to do something. It's basically like Thor's like, "What are you doing with my rock?" And they're like, "I didn't mean to." And then they start fighting, and I'm like, "That to me isn't cool." Avengers two doesn't have any of that for me, yeah. and and I've only seen it the once. But I, I thought it was great. I, it was exactly what I wanted because from the beginning, it hits the ground running and it is Avengers. The team that you want to see all fighting together, fighting together in crazy spectacle scenes and stuff like that. Like I've been, I've been ranting to them uh, a lot recently about how comic book movies have become this thing. They're so popular now, but they're not like the stories that we're pulling from aren't necessarily good. We just told them in a higher regard than we did, like in the '80s when we made a Punisher movie starring Dolph Lundgren, who I love. Yeah, um, I wish I could interview that guy. Uh, but uh, just touch someday. him. But like, movies have gotten better. But like, the stories are still just nerdy kid gets superpowers, fights bullies. Only bullies now have the skin of Robot a rhino. Lips. You know, like yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, uh, well, it's not amazing. They're not the most amazing stories in the world. We're also getting to the point now where I mean, I'm sure. 
everyone says this, like when Independence Day came out, they said, finally, CGI is the best it'll ever be. And then you watch it now, and you're like, this uh, looks like garbage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, Independence Day is a horrible I, movie. I, I, I will say that there are some scenes in Avengers where I'm like, mm, cut a little corner, cut a few corners on that CG there. Yeah. I, I, um, can shut, I can shut my brain <laughs> off, one, but like, like when the Hulk is fighting Iron Man, spoiler, I guess. It's in the trailer. It's in the trailer. Yeah. I don't know, like, I'm at the point where I can turn my brain off enough and there's enough explosions that ILM put in there that cover up all the, like, the little inaccuracies that I'm just like, this is so awesome. Like, it's, it's a perfect mix of cartoon and live action that I'm like, I, I'm just aware that I'm watching, essentially right now, it's a cartoon with real life backdrops. Huh, I'm like, I, I'm okay with that. I, I, that's, that's a really I, good way to I think, think this it. is this is the best way I can possibly summarize it. I think Stan Lee is great. Right, I think Stan Lee has had a ton of ideas. Murder, Stan Lee. He had he had a ton of ideas, but he kind of had all those ideas when no one else was even trying to think of ideas. Right, so he was kind of ahead of the curve in that sense. I think Jack Kirby is a genius, right? Like the designs, the colors, and everything that he put into the heroes that he also totally helped create. Like, I I think this movie is Jack Kirby. And a lot of other movies are Stan Lee, where they're like, let's focus on the character yeah, and all kinds yeah. of stuff. This yeah. is Jack Kirby. They're like, these are these are bright, colorful heroes that can do amazing things that we've never seen before. Let's show it off. So as somebody who has just watched Twitter and the internet and the news about Joss Whedon, oh, yeah. oh boy. Is there any is there anything to that? Because like, he, he a little bit. got like, I don't know, something about Black Widow. And yeah, yeah. Uh, so that I mean that that's Spoiler territory. I can yeah, I can well, bottom line it because it is one of the less important parts of the just, movie. Just just real high level. Okay, so high level. Uh, it it kind of deals with this. Uh, I'm trying to choose my words very carefully here. Deals with. Uh, so okay, so so people that that track those sorts of things and get very passionate about them, um, are largely concerned with the representation of women in media, and that revolves around tropes because the way that women are handled media is pretty tropey. We're probably gonna have to play Wolfenstein. Yes. Oh. Uh, this was like an. And uh, yeah, it's, this is really hard, by the way. Yeah, At least yeah. it was. I beat it. So, so one amazing. of the particular tropes that uh, that people that get passionate about these sorts of issues is really upset about is uh, women women being damseled. So women be basically being turned into a reward for male characters that have to rescue them. Uh, there is a point at which Black Widow gets captured. But uh, she doesn't just sit in a tower and like wait for a man to rescue her. That's not really how her character arc plays out. So... The movie does technically employ that sort of trope, but it doesn't follow through on it in the way that it normally does. And also, like, that's just not what it means. Might in context, add, it doesn't mean that. Might I add one important point that, spoiler free, she was doing something very important that she got was. her captured. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normally in, in female tropes, they just sit they're and just get standing around around. and they get yeah. captured. Yeah. This, isn't, this isn't Double Dragon like you mentioned earlier, where she's standing there, gets punched in the stomach, thrown over yeah. the shoulder, and they're like, yeah. we gotta save her. And then so, the, the other, there's one more part to sure. it, very quickly. And, I'll try to be as spoiler-free about this as I can, but essentially, um, and you probably, you may have seen this in the trailers, oh, uh, basically, uh, through the process of empathizing with another character, uh, Black Widow reveals something about herself, and she calls herself a monster because of it, and then that set a lot of people off as well, saying like, no, she's badass, and she shouldn't care about that, uh, or something. Basically, a lot yeah. of people want well, they, Black yeah, Widow yeah. to be something it's, and, it's, yeah. it's a situation where I think you can read in whatever you want like it's it's vague the movie doesn't take a stance well, on it's, it it's nuanced is the problem yeah oh that, that's the, yeah, vague I guess isn't the right word but it is it, you could totally walk out of that movie and go oh my god I can't believe that's how they feel about this or that's that's what they think of these types of people or something but but it doesn't it doesn't really hold any water 
if you have any sort of mindset that isn't no, right. isn't no. that mindset that fits that exact kind yes. of thing. So it's really it's an over. I think I think it's a hypersensitivity. I I don't think that it really hurts her character. It's a, it has to be exhausting being that mad all the time or yeah. finding something to be mad at. Or like yeah, just being on the prowl. Like what can I don't you know. be mad at? Today? I mean the the way we walked away from it. At least uh, Lawrence and I were talking about it earlier, but it's like. I see it as a comic book movie made for kids, and that, like, uh, go, going to, like, Watchmen, which is, like, probably the most adult superhero movie or comic book you could watch or read, where it's, like, they put it, they have they have the, the rape situation that they put in the movie, where uh. it's sort of, like, these are, super, these are people at their peak physical fitness level, and they're just in these, like, high-stress situations, and, like, this sort of stuff would probably happen in real life, and it was, like, it's really dark and it's moody. Avengers, like, it's lighthearted, and you're, like... But they still have that kind of dark element of like, well, these characters are all kind of monsters and they rely on each other for like friendship and sort of compassion because there's no one else in the world for them. And Black Widow is the most outcasted character in a way. They kind of go into that later. But the fact that she found someone who she can like connect through and it's a giant green monster, I was like, this is kind of Beauty and the Beast, but reverse. Like spoilers. I, I kind of like it. I, like, sorry, no, I'm okay. getting told too spoiler. I, I read that. That oh much my. was in the trailer. I, I think, I think it's just it's a situation where some people. So Black Widow has been in how many movies at this point? She's been in Winter Soldier, Avengers, Iron Man Two, yeah. right? So she was in three movies up to this point. You knew literally nothing about her yeah. except that she wore tight clothes and she beat up on dudes all the time, right? Mm. This movie tried to add something to her yeah. and give you an indication about what she's been through and how she feels about herself for all those things and more. And now people are upset about that because that's not how they wanted her to feel, basically. Well, I, you wonder if this is one of those... I feel like we've brought this up many times today and you can bring it up every single time there's something online that people don't like. But it's just is it that vocal minority that's just like, meh? Maybe. I, mean, I, think, maybe. I think the vocal, vocal minority is converting into a... A, a mob, and I'm not saying that that's exactly what happened here. I, I intentionally stayed a little ignorant of the situation because I'm tired of seeing this cycle happen again and again. Sure. But it definitely does seem like instead, it seems like this is the new religion of the internet. You adopt a term, you adopt the marching orders of that thought, and then when when a thought leader says attack, everyone deploys in force. So if somebody who is you know respected as maybe a I, I hate to use terms because it clumps people together and people hate that, but say like, a, you know, a feminist said, this is bad, go attack Joss Whedon for this. Everybody would be like, got it. Because they don't want to like examine it for themselves or think it through themselves. And I'm not no. saying if you're mad, you didn't do that. I'm just saying there were a lot of people with a lot of blind hatred on the internet and that at least was obvious. So, um, either quick. way, the movie's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think this should factor into... No, 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 no. I'll, I'll, movie I'll, I'll let you guys do your thing here and I'll... I'll, I'll if you guys just want to wave at me, whatever, you want me to come back in or if you want me to come in at all. Uh, well, yeah, we're, we're rolling up on it, so... But, well, so, uh, yeah. real quick, can we just examine the, the term trope really quick? Sure. Doesn't the term, like, the way it's used, doesn't it essentially just mean stereotype? It's, uh, so you know what? I'm glad you asked. Let's, let's get to the, the real bottom, bottom of it. I'll, I'll go ahead and look it up. Glad I asked that. Because, <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people throw that term around. I, I, well, it's a trope for, a, you know, character. I think trope is a term that contains the term stereotype within it. Uh, the literal definition of trope as a noun, is a figurative or metaphorical use of a word or expression. So, stereotype is not inherently applied, implied there. Let's see here. Uh, it basically means you use one thing to represent another thing. So, if you, if you are, like, a, a use of trope is that a woman is a damsel in distress. Yeah, that yeah. is an example of a trope. Yeah. But, 
women being a damsel is, I mean, it is a trope into itself, but that doesn't imply that it's overused. Um, but when, when you're talking about maybe the use of tropes with women, you're saying, how are they used in story? What do they represent? Mm. And more often than not, they represent objects that men fight over. That's I, what that means. I thought Black Widow was badass. Black, Black Widow is badass. She's like snapping necks. And the, the problem is that specific trope, the issue with that is a woman's lack of agency and the fact that she's reduced to an object. But this is a movie where she's running around snapping necks. She expresses a lot of independence, yeah. a lot of decision making. I was saying between her and Hawkeye, they're the two without any actual powers and they're kind of holding their own on this team. No. I was like, fucking good for them. That's and cool. That's one of the few themes of the movie. If we can get back to yeah, Avengers 2 being awesome, let me, let me also say without spoiler that they do make Hawkeye cool. Yeah. Which is oh, you an so. achievement. I thought so, totally. Okay. Compared to the first one, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was, he's always been kind of lame. Can you use the can you use the sink? Wait, turn around. There's a there was a black spot on the wall. Turn around. Turn around. You can you use turn, the sink? You need to turn around. No, you can't. Turn is there a bullet hole? There. Go there. The, the, the dark spot oh. on the wall. Hit use on it. It's probably nothing, but... No, it's nothing. <laughs> All right. I'll tell you, I'm going to back out so you guys can continue your, your okay. thing. Well, actually, we've got to do an okay. ad read. Or we get to do an ad read. <laughs> so this episode is also brought to you by NatureBox. Uh, if you followed us for a while, you're probably familiar with NatureBox. They are a subscription service that will send you a box a month filled with delicious bags of treats, snacks. Uh, the big deal about NatureBox is they are all natural, so no preservatives, no corn syrup. It's just all actual ingredients. It's one of those cool things if you look at the ingredients list, it's like cashews, coconut, sugar. That's it. Neat. So, uh, you know, it's a way to replace maybe chips or soda with something that is a little more nutritious. And as I've learned in my, my voyages in nutrition, if you eat real food, you won't get hungry and you end up eating less. Because your body is actually uh, getting what it needs to stay alive. Uh, so let's see. Uh, and one of the other cool things I love about NatureBox is when you sign up, you can fill out this profile of the kinds of foods you like. Whether it's like crunchy, sweet, or even nutritionally, you can say I want low, low carbohydrate, I want low calorie, high protein. And then you can either specifically pick snacks or just let them surprise you with a number of snacks that fit your criteria. So, it's uh, it's just nice to come home once a month and have delicious snacks right there. Good God, are they addictive. You guys have all tried it. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe not Craig. I have not, but it, it sounds really great. I was gonna say you look great, man. Oh, I thank you. Say you look like you lost some weight. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. It's a, it's a process. Well, I mean, you always look great. I was just yeah, James, <laughs> James is impeccable. I'm bulking. <laughs> the Adam, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here. You just see that. How's the back of his head look? Yeah. He's in some weight back there. I've been doing uh, some good stretches. Well, we have, uh, we have flavors like Asiago cheddar and cheese crisps, pistachio power clusters, and big island pineapple. We had that we, one. We it was really the, good. We had, the, we had all those. Uh, yeah. So try NatureBox for free by going to naturebox.com slash dudesoup. Naturebox.com slash dudesoup. D-U-D-E-S-O-U-P. And if you don't like spelling it out, just look down in the description. You'll find a handy link right there that'll take you right to the page. Uh, you right. get... Uh, you get our special promo, which in the past has been a free sampler pack. But, say you get free food? Uh, I think so. Like, you you used to have to pay for shipping. I'm honestly not sure if that's the case this time because it wasn't in the ad read. But we'll we'll check it out. Well, so unless you know next. That's time. amazing. Like people stick out. Like they'll go to carnivals and wait like 30 minutes to get a free hamburger. Like and you're just saying go sign yeah, up and you get a free thing and it just magically comes to you in the mail. That's yeah. pretty awesome. That's a it's a little sampler pack of their most popular snacks. And uh, we're conf or they are at least confident that after you try it, you will subscribe. I've, I've been a subscriber ever since we got our first sampler. So, uh, Yet again, that's naturebox.com slash dudesoup. Uh, and the link is in the description. So check it out if you like food. And thank you for the sponsorship, NatureBox. We appreciate it. Much appreciated. 
Okay, so now I guess we can get in into our heavy, heavy right. spoiler-filled discussion. I'll back out. Thank you guys right. for having me on. Yeah, yeah, thank absolutely. You. Thanks for coming. I, uh, Bruce, I thank you for letting me take your spot. Of course. I appreciate it. Come on. Uh, super fun. I, I, just watching you play oh, this. It's getting hot. It's such a good game. I yeah, love Wolfenstein. Cool. All right, thanks guys. Appreciate it. And uh, go to Screw Attack and subscribe to our yeah, channel. Yeah, go to Screw yep. Attack. You can follow me on Twitter, Stuttering Craig. It'll be good. Too. All right. Come on. Boom. I, I talk and stuff. Enjoy the movie. <laughs> okay. All right. Later, man. Yeah. Enjoy the movie. Yeah. If you guys want to get dinner or something, let me know. Ooh, it's okay. That's a good idea. We can eat healthy. We can all eat healthy together. We all yeah, like yeah. it, Craig. <laughs> well, see you later. Let's go. Later, all right, Bruce, get in here. Oh, yeah, Bruce. What are we talking about? Because oh, you saw it twice. Uh, what did you did see that we didn't? What, what did you learn the second um, time? I liked the movie. Okay, so here's the thing about right. me, about Bruce. Yes. I liked when I like a movie the second time. I am a lot more willing to stand behind it. Mm -hmm. So um, there are movies that I saw a bunch of times in a row, like Man of Steel. I saw four times in theaters. Wow. And the more that I saw it, the more I didn't like it. The more mm. I was just, I just couldn't, I couldn't, because the plot points became a little more glaring. Uh, Avengers, the second time I saw it, and I'm looking forward to seeing it the third time, the second time I saw it, it was a better film, and I was able to be excited about the fight scenes that were coming up, like the Hulk Iron Man mm -hmm. scene, which in my opinion is the best fight scene in the whole movie. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, and like, the movie it hits you so hard at the beginning with that fucking awesome, it, it, this is like the, the epitome of a comic book fight scene yeah. at the beginning of that movie, where they're just destroying henchmen. The, the movie begins with a splash page. That's what I love yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah, I was right. saying how this movie is basically yeah. the illustrations of a comic book as opposed to all the words and the bubbles. Like, it begins with a splash page. Absolutely. And, and when I first saw it, like, looking back on it, I'm like, man, that was awesome. When I first watched it, I was like, uh-oh, a little corny. But then they totally buy you into it because they don't sell themselves short. They deliver on the rest of the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and also, the, all of it should be prefaced with, I'm a Joss Whedon fan and have been for a very long time. So if you don't like Joss Whedon writing, you probably won't like this film. I don't like Joss oh, Whedon really? writing. Okay. I, I'm not a Joss Whedon fan. That's good. And, That's and good. I don't normally like his writing. Um, but <laughs> his eyes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't normally like his writing, but it didn't bother me. I acknowledged there were points where I was like, this is one step above CSI, oh, yeah, like yeah. CSI absolutely, level absolutely, writing. Yeah. They're like, they're like, we need to uh, do the access codes and bypass the yeah. mumble bards well, or whatever. So my, on that note, my favorite part is when Iron Man hacked the whole internet. He hacked the whole internet. That's like there's, right. there's he goes to the middle of the internet yeah. and hacks a little laptop, and in the middle of like all the internet comes to this yeah. machine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna hack Ultron. <laughs> there's ridiculous stuff that happens, but. It's it, the downtime is is so short. Yeah. Like I, I understand yeah. it. He's basically he's like people will get tired. It'll cost too much money. It won't be good because like you know how I feel about the Transformers movies. The less people utter, the better the, the more, movies get. The more big robots fighting, the better. Well, but but yeah. like like we've said, at a certain point, it gets exhausting, it and it shouldn't be two and a half hours of that because that <laughs> is just tiring. Transformers is like six movies. Yeah, it, yeah. It's really 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 tiring. Yeah. Um, really I can appreciate tiring. it, but it is exhausting. This has really nice paced, little downtime, yeah. cheesy dialogue, people being buds, not stupid, dumb, unnecessary conflicts, right? Everything kind of pushes the plot forward, even if it is silly. There's one scene where they could have dragged it out, and it goes, montage time! Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, and, it, and they burn right through it. Which one was the montage? That's when they start working on Ultron, and it's just one camera yeah, shot that's right, of that's right, everything that's right. going around. It's just like, montage! Yeah, yeah. Right? And so... Like well, they, it's funny because you were saying something about Avengers 1, how you're like, they would just fight for no reason or something like that. 
I thought Avengers 1 was so well paced where it's like any minute starts to lull a bit like action scene I was like yay that's how I felt well, about Avengers 2 as well except like, for me Avengers well Avengers took an hour and 15 minutes to get to that pace okay yeah, it, what, it what, begins what? with Nick Fury running from an earthquake yeah. and that's not you should tap Button. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, what, what James stab fight. What James is saying is like, because this has always been my complaint, my major complaint with a lot of Marvel films is that the payoff at the end of the film doesn't necessarily pay off the whole film, mm. and like that's why I liked the Incredible Hulk, but not, I don't think anybody else did. Is that I like, I like the, the, yeah, the yeah. Oh, the good. Okay, good. Well, yeah. the, the giant Hulk versus Abomination fight scene at the end pays off that whole movie. Yeah, like, yeah. and it's only an hour and a half. Like, really, it's a short film. And I, the movie itself is pretty boring, oh but that fight scene's fucking awesome. And oh Avengers boy, has yeah. got those fight scenes like every oh what boy. thirty minutes or oh so. Yeah, yeah. I want to say. Oh, oh. no, He's yeah. Like, I ah, totally, ah, I ah. totally agree. Yeah, because also somehow the Avengers, man, every single Marvel movie basically, every single Iron Man movie especially just ends with Iron Man fighting other versions of himself. <laughs> like he only ever fights Iron dudes. Um, What's well, the nemesis problem? Like quote unquote problem? It, it's it's. Pretty much present in every comic book movie or any hero story for that matter. And, they and end up fighting themselves. They and like, they yeah. do that again. And they right? even literalize that. And there's a line in there where there's like, yeah, we always end up creating the thing we hate. They and he's like acknowledging, yes, this is just the thing. You got to deal with it. And and that happens again in this movie. Mm. But the villain is probably the best Marvel villain. Yeah, like yeah, the, I, the I villain of this movie. Yet, we haven't we haven't okay, talked yeah. about James Spader at all. Yeah. He's probably the best villain in all of the Marvel films. Yeah, I, would agree. I think. I would agree. And and There's most of them like are three scenes that really sell it too, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, his, his dialogue done so perfectly. His dialogue's written really well and it's obvious that him and Joss Whedon worked together on this one. I mean, meaning like he didn't just read lines, yeah, he yeah. read them as Either James Spader or Ultron. Yep. Yes, so. yes, I totally agree. Like he is, I, he is I a even, fantastic villain, and there's weird sympathy that you feel, feel for a giant I, metal robot. I was gonna like, say, I, I was arguing with you guys saying like I don't even think he's a villain, honestly. Like what? I thought he was. He wanted to exterminate the human race. Yeah, that's fine. He, but what? he like he believed it. Like it, it's sort of like the well, same way. Like uh, if you've seen Kingsman, it's kind of the same way I felt about Sam Jackson. Yeah. Like it, it's like I like I like a villain who's not like. I'm gonna blow up the world because, because it's, right, yeah. I like when they're like, well, no, you're, you're. That's kind of a commonly used excuse, I mean, though. I don't know. I, I like that he thought what he was doing was right. He's he's more nuanced than Mickey Rourke being angry. That's fair. Yeah, like fair. like, and it's it's kind this of my it's kind of funny because Bjorn. you have the twins, Bjorn. you have the Maximoff twins, yeah. that are those, like they are the generic. We are we are just angry mm -hmm. and we're gonna take it out they on had to you look at kind a bomb. of thing. Yeah. Look at a bomb for two days. So so. <laughs> They they are thus accents. made better Our villains by being associated with such a charismatic villain as Ultron. Right. right. Yeah. No. I, I totally. I think James Spader, in in my opinion, like when I first heard him talk, I was like, "Holy shit! It's just it's just James Spader. Like yeah. it's not. This isn't a robot. Like I was expecting a James Spader yeah. robot. Like I'm going to kill you. Yeah. I thought it was going to be not like, at all like a that. creepy, unemotionless, like and and. Kind of like Terminator, and well, I was like, "Okay, cool." The the like the Avengers have to fight something cold and human and just bent on death. Like, there's always one villain like that. Well, the, in the trailers, the but first trailer that they showed that. where he shows up and he's like, "I don't have yeah. the strings or whatever," he is kind of that generic robot-y thing. Yeah. But, but by the end of that scene, just born. By the end of that scene, he becomes a actual thing that like half. There was a point in the movie where I was waiting for him to take out a top hat or a fedora like and then put it on, yeah, right, and then do he like a little kind of thing villain, and then yeah. and then saunter out of the room. Uh -huh. There's an amazing scene with Andy Serkis yeah. in this where Ultron just just becomes the best villain. Yeah, yeah. and I, I won't spoil what that is, even though if you're listening to this, man, you should just go out and see the movie yeah, already. Seriously. But like, 
but if you if you have seen it, you do know what I'm talking about. Like he is very funny and scary at the same time, which is exactly what you want. He's a good example of a Bond villain, or at least the most ah, recent yeah. Bond yeah, villains, yeah. because like there have been Bond villains before where. They're sort of charismatic and sort of creepy and sort of weird, but then also like you like listening to them talk, and all of a sudden they'll shoot a guy in the head. Oh yeah, yeah. shoot a dude in the head just because, and be like, well, you know, I didn't like him or whatever. Yeah, it's something like that, and you're like, yes, he's funny, and and he just shot a guy in the head, which is also that's unbelievably inhuman. Yeah, yeah. So he's both of those things yeah. at once, which yep. which I appreciate. Actually, uh, it, I love I love the villain treatment because I'm reminded of Kingpin and Daredevil, the Netflix series. They do a great job of making you empathize with him as well, even yeah, though do. he does terrible things. Um, seeing where he came from and, and just the way he acts and carries himself, you're like, I could listen to this guy talk. Yeah. He's just well, he's got a, That's why. Yeah, yeah well, it's he's amazingly well acted, but also just like there's good villains have a certain magnetism about them, and that's why they're able to do what they do. And that, it's kind of like, you know, it shades of the same thing. Good presidents can talk well because they need to get people to follow them. That's true. Kind of the same thing with villains. Hmm. Except he's a robot, so that's not so much a factor. He's, he's a robot, though, but like at the same time, I don't know. I, was like, I never was once like, that's a robot. I was always like, he's the character Ultron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of my, yeah. my favorite parts about Ultron was when he would make fun of people for not getting it. Like, uh, oh, yeah. Iron Man yeah. was like about to shoot him, he's like, you, you'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, ah, oh, that's funny. Yeah. There, there, are, there are a couple of very smart moments, and you know, like Joss Whedon is want. The movie has like four or five just like brilliant, clever moments, but also, you know, in equal measure, there are there's dialogue that's meant to appeal to people that maybe don't catch on to that stuff, yeah. and that's fine. <laughs> but but uh, I, I, I got the feeling, and I got the feeling that it was written with an eye roll. Yes. Which I'm totally okay well, there's, with. There's, a, there's like that perfect eye roll they're scene like, scene They're the like, movie. we're just gonna put some words on a page while the, while the VFX guys work on those storyboards that we just submitted, you know, to get to the next scene. Um, mm. but, uh, but yeah, so I feel like everything served a purpose. In, in the movie, and I, I really, really enjoyed it. It's super enjoyable. The yep. only, yeah. the only, my biggest gripe, now that I've had some, some time away from it. No Superman cameo. Yeah, no it Superman cameo. Yeah. Uh, could have, could have used, uh, you know, you, Nathan Fillion somewhere. You had a problem with the vision, right? <laughs> you, well, okay, so, hmm. it's funny because, like James was saying, there was a splash page, and that should have been the cue, that this is a comic-ass comic book movie. But for some and reason, it's, it's called still the Avengers, click. and it it's also called Mar the Avengers. Oh, Marvel listen, logo. we're coming off of we're coming off of a whole line of movies that maybe took themselves a little more seriously, tried to deal with heavier themes. Iron Man three ruined everything. Well, there's, yeah. there's that, but I'll, like, jeez, uh, wow. But like, maybe maybe it's because we're talking about Batman so much, so I'm thinking about Dark Knight. But like, or Daredevil for that matter, actually Go. works with some pretty heavy theme. Yes. But Ultron is, or Age of Ultron is fairly theme free, and I'm okay with that. Um, there, there's some nice personal themes there, which which I've learned to appreciate a little more. I, but I'll let you, I'll let you get to your thing. I just want to get this one, this one part out. I, right. I, I tell you guys this now, but like, I think there is a new genre of movie, and it's basically just called theme park movie. Yeah. Um, I don't go to Transformers to be inter entertained more than just to watch explosions. Like, for anyone to be upset about Marky Mark's dialogue, like. It doesn't matter. Like, you're just there to watch stuff explode and just enjoy the spectacle of ILM's $200 yeah. million dollar, uh, budget. Like, that's really it. And Avengers is the perfect balance for me, where it's like, I can do both. I can enjoy the dialogue and I can enjoy the spectacle. And But at the same time, I, I don't expect anything more than to be entertained by eye candy. And I like that that's a genre now, that yeah. I can enjoy movies like that. I'm with, I'm with Lawrence, though. I mean, like, I, I go to those movies... Not expecting the Dark Knight, I shouldn't. Yeah. You know, like for me, eventually, once I saw once I saw the Dark Knight, and then I saw other movies after that, like other Marvel movies, I was like, okay, well, I get it. I think Marvel's this, 
and Nolan's movies are this. Yep. So I was like, it, 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 but it was. I, I see what you're saying, though. I understand that makes sense to me. Well, well I never was the point. Oh, yeah, what well, was the point you were going to make? I think I know where you're going. Uh, Good point, Lawrence. Well, so so it's like so the splash plate should have tipped me off, and then and then when the vision was revealed, it's like wow, he's seriously just a comic book character. And I was like, okay. I'm adjusting my expectations now. I'm a little late, but I can do it. Oh, yeah. It's just at the end when the vision is like, I saved humans because there's just something about them that's pretty. Like, can we not do yeah. that anymore? Every every sci-fi fantasy story has some advanced race that is infatuated with human beings because. He doesn't say that. He says, I'm on the side of life. That's what he says. He says, I'm on the I side of life. I guess he assumes that the no. best progress will not be made through mass extinction. Well, no, Ultron was like, they're doomed. And he was like, yeah, they are. But yeah, there's I, I beauty, like. what did he say, there's grace in their failings or something like that? Yeah, yeah. It's a very, like, soft, like, they're human and they're special. But he also, he, again, he says, I'm on the side of life, so he likes life, so that's why he's helping. And uh, and he does say yes, like, I'd rather be a part of something beautiful that well, goes away than not at all. So, that's what he says. I think, I, I think it's like good god, bad god. I guess, yeah, one, I guess god, right. one god slams the hammer, the other god says, here, take I'll fire and learn and, like, let me do whatever. And so... So you know, I, I mean, I don't care. And like I said, I was I was totally down when the vision showed up, and I was like, they basically just made a crazy, crazy silly character. And then I was like, he belongs more in Guardians of the Galaxy than he does in this. Yeah. But it makes sense now because Guardians of the Galaxy is so far into the realm of like whateverness Weird, yeah. Yeah. that it has no that connection. To they need to start tying those things really together absolutely. if they want to end the movie. If they want a talking raccoon to show up and have it not yeah. immediately be silly. Also, no references well, to shawarma. In the whole film, it's fine. A plus yeah, for, for me. Good for Joss Whedon. A plus for me. To your point, I am worried about the way Thanos is going to tie into the whole thing because he seems kind of ridiculous and he's got yeah. this glove with gems on it. And I'm like, that's how I felt about Guardians, though. But, yeah, like, but they're slowly tying in, like they they're, they're, you they're know, converging, like, very, very slowly getting you into it, which I appreciate. Yeah. They're not just like hitting you over the head with this ridiculous gauntlet. Yeah. You know, it's going to get harder and harder to juggle. I was also thinking, I was trying to think, like, okay, now that they've introduced the Vision. Like, they've dropped that, you know, Dragon Ball Z spirit bomb, basically. How do they one-up themselves? And theoretically, you just have the vision fly off into space to be like, I have to go do yeah. ineffable things that you can't comprehend because I'm a god and don't question my will. Yeah, yeah. And then he'll show up again when Thanos arrives and Thanos just kills him. Just to be like, that's how serious I, I am see, right I now. Saying, they yeah. basically set up the vision to be the halcyon of the end. Yeah. They're, mm -hmm. the, go the cosmic god can kill our tiny little terrestrial god. Something like that, yeah. yeah. But it's, and then it's... Those movies are still like three years away or two yeah. They years are, away. but but... And, and granted, this is super long term, but once escalation, right? That's always a problem with like Dragon Ball. You get to where you've got characters mm -hmm. that can exterminate planets by sneezing. At what point does do you like make it human or interesting anymore? I, I thought Avengers two kind of accomplished that pretty well because Avengers one, in in terms of scope, uh, an alien invasion, I think, kind of beats a robot You're trying right, to drop a meteor actually. any day. That's why, like, I liked that Avengers two that. Kind of, there wasn't a lot at stake. It was kind of like the Iron Man two of the Avengers, where it's <laughs> like, yeah, you didn't really need to watch this, but it was They're cool that it was there. They're gonna kill all of these poor Eastern European people. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, like it didn't really have much of an impact, other than I read something online that the next movie is basically not gonna have any of those heroes in it. That was the setup shot at the end of like Falcon and War Machine and oh, everyone right, was like yeah. these are the new Avengers and like oh, yeah, the rest of them are kind box of box office just yeah, well, they, they're all kind of on break basically the kind of interesting so it's like the next Avengers movie might be Hawkeye and War Machine and then you have the Civil War movie and then you know we'll get a Spider-Man and all that sort of stuff but like they're I think they're kind of swapping in teams like yeah. they're swapping characters in and out and I like that because I'm I, I was a little worried that I'm like I'm a little I might get a little tired of Captain America and Thor's banter 
And like, I, I like it for what it is. I like that I, I had enough of it, but now maybe it's time for Falcon and War Machine to have their silly back and forth and Scarlet Witch do whatever. I mean, you know, her thing. I've got good news. We made it to the end. We did. Boom. Another podcast. Now I want to talk more about Avengers. I know, though. but it's really hot in this room. Yeah, it's yeah. so oh, that's hot. True. We, probably, we oh didn't gosh. get to talk about my car and how someone spilled coffee on it. Oh, fuck. Oh, we yeah. didn't talk oh, about oh, your man. coffee car. Can I tell it's you real quick? really toasty in here. Well, we'll, we'll have to save I'll it for save our it. entertainment Just branded finger coffee spacing. spilled finger on our podcast. Oh, yeah, fingers. Adam, could you like park a little closer to the line every week so we always have something to talk about on the podcast? Well, the thing is, the story's still ongoing, so hopefully we have something to talk about. At what point does passive aggressive become aggressive? When they fucking spill coffee on my car. Aggressive, aggressive is when you go up to him and say, "Hey, fucker, don't park close to my spot." That's fine. Passive aggressive. Tell me yeah, my I'm gonna coffee on yeah, even that though requires less cleanup. Yeah, don't defecate my car, my my All shitty right, well, Honda Accord. Somebody wiped coffee on Adam's car because I guess your tire was. On I the it's line. an ongoing investigation. I'll let you guys know how it turns out. Anyway, we gotta go. Yeah. Thanks Sorry. for watching, everybody, and thanks thank you guys. to thanks, uh, everybody. thanks for our sponsors. Much appreciated. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye. Wolfenstein's awesome. Play yeah, it. it